Yeah. Sometimes we laugh and sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now. Baby. I took a half and she took the whole thing. Slow down. Baby. We took a trip, now we on your block and it's like a ghost town. Baby. Where did these niggas be at when they said they doing all this and all that? Tired of beefing you bums, you can't even pay me enough to react. Been waking up in the crib, but sometimes I don't even know where I'm at. Please don't pay that nigga songs in this party, I can't even listen to that. Anytime that I run into somebody, it must be a victory lap. Hey, Shotty come sit on my lap. Hey, they saying Drizzy just snap. This in between us is not like a store, this isn't a closable gap. Hey, I see some niggas attack and don't end up making it back. Yo! Yo, what's up, brother? What's up, man? How are we feeling today? Um, feeling great, you know? I think um, fall season is almost here. Unfortunately, summer is over, but Pants full-time is back, and it's coming soon. That's right, man. You don't need to, like, shame yourself as much if you're indoors. You know, maybe you spend a Sunday not doing shit. You know, it's not as bad because you're like, well, it's cold now. Why would I go outside? You know what I mean? Now it's like you, there's a little bit of shame, I feel like, in being a bum this right. time of year because, like, well, it's warm. I should, I should just be going out. I don't know. Why am I doing this to myself? Yeah, now, now you can without, without any guilt. Just throw on those sweatpants and maybe watch some NFL football. We don't know. But shout out to the couch gang, and hopefully we can watch the NFL. Fingers crossed. But what do we got to start us off today? Yeah, um, we'll start it off. Um, you know, with some, some, some celebrity gossip, you know, Sam and I have been, you know, exploring into this realm and genre of, of celebrity news, something that we have no fucking idea what we're talking about. But I think it's very entertaining to get two morons takes uh, on these things. But we'll get started on Kendall Jenner and Devin Booker. Um, you know, for those who don't know, Devin Booker is an NBA player. You know, everyone knows who know who Kendall Jenner is. And, you know, she has a type here, Sam. I think she likes NBA players. It seems that way. I was looking at her, uh, you know, her past lineup of who she's been with uh, right. before uh, before this rendezvous. And it does seem that way. So far, it seems all uh, very closely related to the NBA. Um, I don't know if she's just into the sport or likes the personality of your typical NBA player. Um, but from what I understand, they were also friends for a long time. Like they've right, been yep. hanging out, uh, out and about. So I guess it's not really a surprise, right? I don't know. Maybe you've been tight for a while, uh, and just the moment hits you where you're like, all right, let's just give it a shot. So hopefully it works out well. I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's going to make the friendship awkward if it ends up flaming out. I, don't, I personally don't have high hopes for her. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. You know, if any of the ladies listening have more insight, please let us know. But – Apparently, Kylie was at the dinner. They went to um, Nobu in Malibu, apparently, and Kylie came to dinner. So was it friendly because his sister was there or was it becoming serious? Um, because, you know, Kendall's going to introduce Devin to Kylie. We don't really know. Um, but, you know, it's just kind of interesting to see the guy killed it in, um, in the NBA bubble. They went 8-0. and 
Um, he was probably the second best player in the bubble. Missed the playoffs straight after getting out of the bubble. What does he do? A little slide in the DMs, dinner date with Kendall Jenner. <laughs> that it just goes to show you what happens. Uh, you know, when you take these guys out of their normal social setting and lock them down in a bubble, they really put in. You know, they apply some strategy, really work on their game off the court. You know what I mean? And are able to set up something wonderful like this. So, so good for him. You know, if if he's rolling in the hay with the Jenner. You know, tip of the cap to you, buddy. That's, that's uh, quite an accomplishment. Yeah, also, uh, prayers out to Devin Booker. I don't know, you know, how that's going to work. It takes a special type of person to live that lifestyle and see that person. So we're, we're hoping everything works out for Kendall Jenner and Devin Booker. Um, but keeping it on Look to, at Kanye. He's doing yeah. fine. Yeah, he's doing, he's doing. Hopefully <laughs> he's, he's doing, doing great. Fine. Yeah, hopefully. Hey, wait, who's the other guy? Who had a heart attack at, like, the prostitution ranch thing? Uh, Lamar Odom with the club. Yeah, Lamar Odom. Uh, yeah, crushing it. So, let's hope he doesn't go the way of those guys. You know, uh, it seems like it's quite stressful on the mind, uh, dating uh, Jenner or Kardashian. So, thoughts and prayers to my man. Yeah. Uh, so, we'll keep it, you know, basketball-related, but, you know, in the movie world – the new Space Jam uniform was revealed two, uh, two days ago. And, man, let me tell you, I really like the colors, but the most of the uniform looks like dog shit. No, I got to agree with you on this one. I've been a hater of this remake since day one. Uh, one, I just don't like LeBron as much. I find his personality to be annoying. You know, respect Terrible. his game. He's obviously Terrible. great at his craft, but right. he's a huge fucking pain in the ass, you know. Congrats on, you know, his big original idea of the barbershop, you know, wh whatever. I'm that stupid. Then he tries – he's going to go try to do this remake of something that's already done really well and people love. And then, you know, it's the never – he talks about it all the time. He goes to the Lakers, Mr. Hollywood, uh, gets everyone excited for his fucking Looney Tunes. He rolls out with these astastic uniforms. I mean, terrible. What a disservice. Talk about – it's disrespectful Michael Jordan, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, it's the Monstars. It's the most disrespectful thing he's done throughout his whole career to date. Uh, so I'm not a fan. I think it looks terrible. The colorway is good. I agree. You know, wonderful. But who cares if you put it together poorly? I think that you just gave a whole lot um, in that, like, 30-minute rant. Um, That's right. Take quick. Look out. Um, so, you know, is, how do I feel about making a remake? I don't hate it. I think, you know – it gets a lot of beef because it's LeBron James, you know, when it sure. comes um, to anything that includes Michael Jordan and LeBron James. LeBron James is always going to get um, the wrong side of it. Also, to any remake, we talked about it last week, is kind of, kind of disappointing, you know, for the most part. Um, yeah, I know, Pete. Just leave it the same. But I'm interested. I think uh, LeBron was in that movie uh, – I don't know. What was it called? You know what I'm talking about? Like, it's something with train wreck. Was that it? Oh, yeah, with Amy Schumer and Bill Hader, I think. Yeah, did you watch that? Yeah, that movie was a train wreck. Terrible. I heard it was pretty good, though. I, F minus. SG gives it one half of a pancake. Uh, yeah, I, I never seen it. Um, but, you know, I'm hoping it's good. Um, you know, the uniform, like we said, we like the colors. The thing that bothers me, personally, is a little, like, circle or like i guess it's the the orbit rings on like the, the target jersey. or whatever yeah i like a bullseye it's just like very bad placement and it's like half of it or like a quarter yeah, you can't of, even see the whole thing 
like, why don't they just put the orbit rings around the tune squad? You know, like. And wait, do I remember it right? Is it tied into the shorts too? Yeah, it is tied into the shorts. So then, like, I'm wondering. I was asking myself this question when I saw that little clip he put out of him walking out with the uniform. Like, you know, when we were in college, you would see kids our age, you know, when they're day drinking or whatever, would have like the tune squad like jersey. You know, that was a classic fuck boy. I'm day drinking jersey you'd see around. I do not see kids 20 years from now wearing that jersey. One, you have to have the shorts just to complete the fucking bullseye thing. So I, I, it's like I don't, I don't know why they would do it and crop out majority of the logo. It just made no sense. It's terrible looking. Um, I am going to say um, I am expecting a lot of people to not be social distancing and day drinking coming very soon wearing a fake version of this jersey. I can see that happening very quickly. You know, oh, especially think- with Halloween coming around the bend. Like, you could definitely see – guys are going to be making their own, and I would imagine it's going to be poorly done. Yeah. Uh, don't buy fake shit. Spend the money. Invest in yourself. The Ten Commandments of the Hot Takes, Hot Cakes gang. Uh, but we should go down shit. one time. We should talk about where, where it's good to get the generic brand over name brand. That might be worth talking about someday down the line. Yeah, we'll, we'll back pocket that. But, you know. I like that. Yeah, I like that too. Um, so, off basketball, you know, we don't like sports on this podcast uh, right now. Another frequent visitor of the podcast, Mr. Aubrey Drake Graham, released a new song called <laughs> Laugh Now, Cry Later. We've talked about Drake, I think, four times on a span of 14 episodes. Uh, and it's about fucking time he makes a song that we actually enjoy saying. Yeah, so, like, I, I would say off of the podcast, we catch a lot of heat for our, our very first hot take, I think, of the show uh, when we said that Drake, you know, he's past his prime. He's kind of over making good music. And I got to say, I still agree with that. This song, I enjoyed. I thought he did a good job with it but I don't think it's a reflection of, of what he's going to continue to keep doing. You know, I think every now and then we're going to see a song out of Drake. They're like, ah, right. it's not bad. You know, it's pretty good. You know, I, I'll listen to this. I'll save it on the Spotify or the Apple Music. But, uh, you know, I don't think it's going to be banger after banger like he once was. So, yeah, I agree. I like this one. I thought it was very good. It was well done. Um, not one of his best, but it is definitely a, a pleasant surprise. So good tip of the cap to Drake. No disrespect to his career. He's done a great job. Right. Um, and this Absolutely. was a nice little addition, you know, a nice little feather to his cap, if you will. Yeah, I'm actually glad he made a good song because I, I, I don't want to be those – we're like the bad guys when it comes to him, right? You know what I mean? Every right. time recently he's come out with stuff and, you know, we're honest, we're giving you the, the truth, people don't like it. But I'm glad, you know, he made a good uh, song with uh, Lil Dirk, a fan favorite among, um, you know, the rap community. Um, so it was cool. I liked the music video. I think it was a little cheesy and corny, which is right up his alley, but you know, it's well played. You know what I mean? At the Nike headquarters, you got a bunch of celebrities. You got Kevin Durant, you got Odell Beckham, Marshawn Lynch, um, Julian Edelman. Um, and they're just fucking around at Nike headquarters and it's funny, you know, it's cute, but you know, we're happy that he made a good song finally. So, you know, I had a different take on the music video. I personally did not like it. And I have like a bit of a conspiracy theory thing working. I think this was part of Drake trying to fix his whole image. Uh, You know, people give him a lot of hate because, 
you know, whenever any professional athletic team is in a championship, Drake always will throw their jersey on. You know what I mean? You know, right. And there's even so much so that there's a Drake curse um, where teams almost don't want them, don't want Drake rooting for them. Um, and I think this was him trying to protect his image and work on that where he was like, look, I'm like tight with all kinds of athletes. Like, I'm not a fan of one team. I'm just a fan of all the guys, you know? And I didn't fucking like that because I think I'm like, all right, listen there, Mickey Mouse. Why don't you sit down and calm down? Quit trying to make everyone like you. Get your ass out of all the stands of any championship team and just stick, you know, stick with one team. Ride that team out. Don't be Mr. Bouncing around. I think Justin Bieber does it too. You know, I don't want to see that. I'm tired of this, and you you deserve the disrespect you're getting for it. You know what I mean? So, and I, right. I'm tired of him getting on this music video trying to, uh, you know, trying to alleviate that image of him being like a team hopper, which he is. You know, it is what it is. Just call it like it is. But, uh, it, yeah, that part kind of bothered me, if we're being honest. Uh, you know, I would agree with what you're saying with not much so much of, like, the team hopper, but, like, anything he does – he always wants to have famous people in it. Like, it's like, you don't need to showboat. Like, you know what I mean? You're a celebrity. These things, like, when you're a celebrity, you're going to hang out with other celebrities. Like, it feels like it's almost forced. Like, you have all these people coming into your music videos or, like, you put you hang out with them and you need to show it. Like, it's like, dude, we get it. Like, you know, it comes with the territory. You know? It's, yeah, it's overplayed. It's, right. like he thinks, it's like he thinks that we don't know famous people hang out with famous people. Yeah. So oh, I did. Do they? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, Remember that one time, that famous picture at the Oscars? <laughs> uh, the selfie? Was Ellen DeGeneres in that photo? Yep. R.I.P. Oh, to that right. photo. I think <laughs> that it's going to be R.I.P. to that photo. Was once legendary. Now uh, forever disgraced. I did actually, you know, we didn't have this written down, but I was actually like reading some news and, you know, Ellen DeGeneres came out and said she's not perfect, and it's like, oh, really? Here it goes, dude. <laughs> yeah. Wait and, till this fucking show comes on. She's gonna be crying. I, I don't think so, from what it seems, because another two to three like producers had to step down. Uh, it's getting really bad, and it's just like, I think I'm gonna fully commit in saying that like she's just a scam bag. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like not a good person. I agree. I, I saw they're throwing James Corden out there for like the replacement job or whatever. So are they? The ship is sinking. I, I saw it somewhere. It was on like a. It was in the grocery store, in one of the tabloids or something. Which I enough. I'm fucking done with that guy. If I have to watch another cringe carpool karaoke video, you know, I'm just gonna throw myself into traffic. I think this also happens a lot with um, with like talk show hosts. I feel when you first start off, it's amazing. Like, you, you really buy into it, and you get a lot yeah. of creative stuff. But after a while, it's just, like, corny. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, like – Hondo P. Yeah, I don't know why this always happens. Like, where it's No, just like, like, even Jimmy Fallon. Yo, I'm Jimmy kind of Fallon over was, him. Yeah, it was way over him. Like, when he first came out, you know, before he got the show, um, the Tonight Show, he was awesome. Then same – when Jimmy Fallon got played out, like, I enjoy James Corden. You know what I mean? Because he wasn't as big yet. And now he, right. he, he's just, like – it's just I don't fuck with them anymore. We get it. You you sing in the car with people. All right, enough. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Yada yada. Move on with your life. Right. But hey, you know, at the end of the day, I can't I can't hate it. They're just cashing a check, so good for them. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know how we got there, but Sam, tell the fans about your boy Rudy at Notre Dame. So, 
shout out, I guess a, a plug to a podcast that needs no plug. I think it does pretty well. But pardon my take, uh, they had on Joe Montana uh, yeah. the other day. Right. And he was discussing his time at uh, Notre Dame and right. talked about the, you know, the whole Rudy situation. And I'm going to pull up the direct quote here. Hang on one second. While Sam pulls that up, I do want to uh, give a shout-out to two of our uh, ten listeners, um, AJ <laughs> Bono and uh, – What a John, beast. John Zach Chibach, who has 45 nicknames. Big Notre Dame fans. Um, so I just want to give them a shout-out since they like Notre Dame. And sorry if we're going to drag your boy Rudy right here, but it's got to happen. Okay, here's the quote. You ready? Born so ready. he says, uh, was there a lot of things that happened? Yeah. He got in. He got a sack. Was the crowd chanting? No. Did I throw in my jersey? No. Did he get carried off the field? He got carried off the field by three of the biggest pranksters on the team. So Joe <laughs> Montana just absolutely dragging Rudy. And I got to say, Good for him. I hate that fucking movie. Talk about a movie about a loser. I mean, it's this whole movie about this guy who gets to get in for, like, one series. Congratulations. You amounted to nothing. And now he's one of those guys who's just riding on this reputation of being an average human for the, you know, all through his adulthood and so on and so forth. I looked up pictures after I saw his quote because I wanted to see what he looked like now. It's all pictures of him doing autograph signings and this and that. Oh, congratulations on your one sack. He's up there with the, that other guy, and I hate to drag SJU all along, but I'm going to have to do it. Vince Papali. <laughs> I knew you were going to say I knew you were going to say that. I, you know, we're a Philly DC-based podcast. We might be burnt to the ground after what you just said there. I don't want to hear it. These guys did nothing, and just because they get a movie about them, we're supposed to, you know, throw a flag up in the air and celebrate. You are a nobody. You're no different than Joey Bag of Nuts who rode the pine all four years. I'm tired of us putting these people up on a pedestal. It's not that interesting of a story. You know what's a really good fucking story? Um, a good um, – sports movie you know not like invincible or rudy you know where it's fake um fake news right right um classic film in 1993 the year we were both born with henry rowan gartner rookie of the year the pitcher for the chicago cubs <laughs> all-time fucking classic <laughs> that is, now that's that a good, a good film movie. yeah right about a real winner you know what i mean yeah, I mean, Jesus. how can a 13-year-old strike out everybody in the league with that crazy pitch? doesn't make any sense to me. The wild one, the Ephus. <laughs> and, and Air Bud. Shout out to Air Bud. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Air Bud's a good one. I like the basketball one the most. Another legend of the game. But, yeah, I just overall, uh, yeah, fuck Rudy. I'm glad Joe Montana finally called someone on their bullshit because this is not a good story. And people just make it out to be this really great, you know, uh, yeah, this great motivational story that it is just not. So uh, my question with what he just did, um, you know, John Montana and kind of say that, you know, we don't have the full quote, uh, you know, the full conversation up, but right. You no, know, anytime something like that happens, you know, where it's a glorified like team player, I feel like everyone, you know, will still talk about it. Like for a guy like Joe Montana, it's either that Rudy wasn't actually like, the great team manager as portrayed in the movie 
or like Joe Montana just like is a piece of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I didn't listen to the audio, so I don't right. really know how he was saying it, if it was in jest or whatever. But right. I don't know. I would imagine he was just kind of calling it like it is. I'm sure he gets asked that question a million times. And I, you know, I, this to me sounds like he was just like, all right, enough of this shit. I'm just going to speak honestly here. Here, This guy really wasn't much of anything. Right. And, you know, not even in an offensive way. He's just saying, like, this is what it was. So, like, let's quit right. making it out to be something it wasn't. You know, so whatever. Good for Rudy if he accomplished his goal. That's great. I'm proud of you, blah, 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 yada, yada. But, you know, it's, everyone makes this out to be some great, you know, grand story about perseverance. No, 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 no. This guy is just Joe Schmuckatelli who got in a couple of plays. Uh, you know, ending on that, I do want to say just a random hot take that I thought about, and I don't know if I Hit actually me. agree with. But best sports movie of all time, you know, Caddyshack. Oh, that is a great movie. I, I do not agree, but right. it is a I don't even agree one. with myself, but I just wanted it's to say it. Definitely on the grand slam of, you know, great sports movies. What would you say yours is? Oh, man, there's so many. Uh, I would go Friday Night Lights is definitely up there. Uh, Miracle's a great one. Not tonight. Not tonight. Nine out of ten times, <laughs> they beat us. We don't. We, we lose. Not today. Also, Mighty Ducks Two is a classic. <laughs> that movie is too. Wait. Also, sports movie. It's not really a sports movie. What's the one, John, uh, where the dad dies but then becomes a snowman and the son brings him to his hockey game? He's like, God, my dad saw me. You can die now. Bro, I don't know what the fuck you're talking. Jack about. Frost. <laughs> That's what it's called. I don't know. You got peeped that movie. Kiefer Sutherland's in it. Great play. Um. All right. So, you know, off the – just a lot of sports today, which is kind of weird, you know, like we said. Rare we for us. Yeah, very rare. Um, something that we want to talk about. Also, I want to ask um, our 10 listeners is, does anyone have a fucking HBO Max account? You know, just recently um, they came out, they got rid of HBO Go for whatever reason, and now no one has access to fucking HBO Max. Um, so I just want to know, is it, like, good – you, what's on it, like, if I can use the logins, like, just anyone, please. So I actually had – I experienced HBO – what is it, HBO Max? Yeah, yeah. So I, I experienced it this week. The first thing I heard about it was, like, a few weeks ago, and everyone was, like, dogging HBO because they have, like, all – I guess there's all these different services they have, blah, 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 right? Mm -hmm. uh, I, I personally just have regular HBO. It worked for me because I could watch Game of Thrones. I could watch all the big shows. Right, yeah. But, yeah, uh, same. This week, this week, I was reading about this Seth Rogen movie called American Pickle. And I right. was like, ah, this seems like a good dumb flick. I'd love to watch it. Right and up I your alley. Like, yeah, I'm like, this will be a great little mindless movie. I don't expect it to be great. And I'm willing to pay for it. You know, I, I don't mind doing a pay-per-view. That's fine. So I, I fire up my uh, fire stick at my apartment, and I can't find this shit anywhere. So I had to start Googling shit up. They're like, oh, it's on HBO Max. So I held off because I was like, I don't really care much. And then I had some uh, spare time on my hands this weekend. Right. And uh, I went to go get the app. Thank God there's a seven-day whatever. There's a seven-day free trial or whatever. Right. Uh, because I think it's like 10 bucks a month. And I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll do the free trial. I'll cancel right after. I fired it up. I looked through. It really doesn't look like there's any shit worth talking about on there. I watched the American Pickle movie. It was not that good. It was very average. I would not recommend. Right. Uh, 
but it, it was it was all this hassle for nothing. There's nothing worth talking about on there unless they have a big show they plan on putting out. Maybe they got like another Game of Thrones like fastball and it's going to go on HBO Max. But really, I was pissed off because I couldn't just buy the movie. I have to go get this other service now. I don't want it. I had to, I had to do like the whole email thing and the sign up and the login on your phone. And then, and then I had to go right in back after it and cancel it. So I was like pretty like pissed off. I'm out on HBO max. It's a big pain in the fucking ass and I can't buy into their movies without having the service. So I'm out. I cancel it. There you have it. HBO max is out, but I would still like anyone to let me use a login, you know, um, Listen, I'm more than willing to give it another try if it's free. Right. Um, I just don't kind of understand why they did that. Um, I do want to say a movie that I did watch this past weekend. Um, you know, it's been out for a while. I think I'm going to get some judgment, but it's actually a real catchy, you know, entertaining flick. The Greatest Showman with Hugh Jackman. Definitely uh, for those. This is the greatest show. <laughs> you seen it? Oh, man, that soundtrack is electric. Yeah, it's very good. You know what I mean? Like, I hate to say it, but, you know, you got to give credit when it's due. You know, don't judge it like I did for, like, two years. Go watch it. You know, very entertaining. Because there's not a lot to watch right now on demand. And I finally was like, let's just watch this one. And, you know, it was very good. Oh, no, it's fantastic. And I mean, talk about some toe tappers. Yeah, I mean, banger after banger. Maybe more than Drake. I, you know, shout out to the greatest showman who ever wrote that music. But it, it's a fantastic show. Great music. A lot of stars really in it. You, oh, yeah. A ton of stars. It's like the Hollywood Walk of Fame. It's beautiful. It's a great flick. Would recommend. Great recommendation there. It's, it couldn't agree with you more. No American Pickle. No, no, definitely no American Pickle. Do not watch that movie. It is garbage. Um, so that wraps up our uh, short stack with topics. Um, we're going to get it rolling summer's almost over but don't get it twisted hot takes is always here sam tell the fans your first hot take my first hot take of the day is hang on we got the phone pulling up all right here we go hot take so this one is uh one that i mentioned at nc today and we actually have different views on it which is it works out nicely for hot takes but um my my take of the day was always leave a tab open when prompted. Uh, so like I, I went, I did a socially distance, you know, very COVID conscious, safe. Uh, I went to an outdoor bar this weekend, and the lady asked me. I was there just there for a drink, but she asked me while I was there if I would like to keep a tab open. I was like, well, and I asked her, or do you take my card or do you swipe it? She's like, I just swipe it. Um, and I verified, I go, okay, if, if I don't close out, will you just put 20% on? She was like, yeah, that's what we do. I was like, great. So I said, yeah. And I got my round of drinks. Uh, we went and sat down and blah, blah, blah. Enjoyed ourselves. Finished my first drink. I ended up deciding I want another one. I just went over there, had another one on my tab. Thank you. Have a good one. Then, uh, you know, when I was ready to roll, I saw her on the way out. I was like, Hey, just close me out. 20% is fine. And she I was like, sure, I'm on. And then, like, closed me out. Didn't have to sign anything. I just got to, like, bop on out of there. Um, so I'm, I'm a big believer in always keeping a tab open. I would say more specifically when they don't take your card. If they take your card, you're kind of shit out of luck. Because if you get too drunk, you know, you stumble home. Next day, you're like, fuck, I got to go back to the bar and get my debit card or my credit card. I'm shit out of luck here. Um, but the reason I say that is when shit was normal and you're at a crowded bar, it's kind of a hassle. Like, you know, you got to pay her. She's going to go run the tab. 
you know, then he's going to bring back. You got to like figure out the tip and you're doing all that there like on the fly and you're taking up bar space. You're crowded. There's people behind you wanting to get drinks. It's a whole process. But when I can go there, be like, here, take my card. You run this thing. I don't want to see you again until I want another drink. I don't want to close out yet, blah, blah, blah. I feel like it makes the whole process way smoother, less stressful. What do you think? I'm pretty indifferent. Uh, I think it depends on the situation. Um, last couple times that I've been going out uh, to dinner with my girlfriend, I've been keeping the tab open just because it's the two of us and it's dinner. And I know I'm not going to get too foobar and forget. The reason why I don't do it so often, maybe if I'm going out, out with a bunch of people is that I've lost my wallet. No joke, Sam. How many times? Countless times. Do you know how many times I've spent the night at your spot and the next day we're, we're ripping your apartment apart trying to find that thing? Yeah, and usually, like, on my, what was it? I think my 23rd birthday, we went to D.C. and I visited Sam. You know, we had this whole weekend plan. Me and him, we made a PowerPoint, an itinerary. And the first night there, I lost my wallet on my birthday weekend. You know, and, and no one was surprised. Um, so that's no. why I don't do it, but I do agree, um, you know, with what you're saying. Um, it makes things easier um, when, you, when you do get a bunch of drinks or you don't want to, like, stand there and have to give the card again. Um, the only time I don't do that, like I said, is usually if I'm out with, like, a group of 10 to 12 people because I'm going to forget my card, definitely. Uh, but that's the only reason why I wouldn't do it. And on top of that, just keep it moving is don't ever pay with cash unless you have exact cash for the drinks as a tip because what a clusterfuck that whole setup is. I'm trying to put your money back in your wallet and pull out what you need for tip and do that whole situation while your foobar is, is just like a nightmare. So I got to say open a tab whenever possible. Um, and also if there's any, anyone who works in the service industry uh, in, in the restaurant and bar world, let us know, because I can never tell if it's rude if I forget to close out my tab. Because I'm like, I'm like, well, you're getting a tip, you know. Like I'm like, well, you autom My thought process now is like, well, you automatically get twenty percent tip, so I don't think it impacts you. But maybe it does. And I can't. I'm just not thinking of something. So let us know if we're in the wrong there. If you're an asshole, if you leave your tab open um, and go home for the night, because I I would be more cognizant of you know not doing that had I known better. So what we got up next, NC? Next up, we got M&Ms are the worst chocolate candy in the game. This is just horrific. I can't believe you put this on the list. And I think it's, I think it's just very accurate. M&Ms are just extremely boring. You know what I mean? They're an all-time classic for people, but I don't know why. Um, All right. But they're the all-time boring snack candy. Like when you're sitting there, like mindlessly, you can eat, you can crush like easily a whole bag of M and I feel like no that's problem. most candy. No, no, no. Well, you tell me you're gonna just raw dog a baby Ruth because you're bored. No, no they, they had those. Mini baby, they had those like smaller size baby Ruths, if you that's know what I mean. Freaking, like the Halloween. That's freaking ones. crazy. Like I'm not. No one's gonna rip off twelve baby uh, baby Ruths in a row. You want to die? <laughs> like obviously not. But gonna need like, some water. But M&M's just, like, they're just extremely boring. And the best M&M's aren't even the original. It's, like, the peanut butter ones. Like, Wait, how... I just had those Johns last weekend. Those are fantastic. Yeah, it's like those... a Reese's Pieces on steroids. 
Yeah, I mean, it's good, but it's just like people say it's like, love it, but it's just, you can't have a, a, the original has to be the best. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then you got like a candy like, you know, Andy's, that's a chocolate. That's a chocolate candy. Very boring. I mean, so boring, they keep it like average restaurants. What the fuck is Andy's? I just Google. You Andy's. know Andy's. It's I just A-N-D-E-S. Googled Andy's. I Googled see, Andy's and it said Andy's frozen custard. Um, no, no, no. In- it's like a minty chocolate candy. They put them on like, uh, like I don't know where. I don't even know oh, where I've had one before. Yeah, maybe Olive Garden gives them out. Is that where it is? Sometimes people put them in the check I've seen before. These I feel are like good, like, brother. These are good. Brother, they are not as good as M&M's, brother. I M&M's are just so fucking boring. You're crazy. Just bring nothing to the table. Just, I just, I don't, I don't understand. This needs to be changed. Like, M&M's should not be a classic chocolate candy. I will say, out of all the M&M offerings, they're my least favorite. Just like Plain Jane's. Are is M&M's even top three chocolate for you? Top five? No, 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 no. There's much, there's uh, just, well, that yeah. also gets confusing because that's right. straight chocolate. So it's like, does like a Butterfinger count? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's, I don't know. They're different things. Yeah, you know what I mean? The best chocolate, it's, it's between Snickers or Twix. Well, Twix is far superior. Uh, uh, and then... I'm trying to think of what I'd go after. I haven't had candy in a while. I think yeah. I'm going – you ever had a whatchamacallit? Uh, it's been a while. I've never had one, but always wanted to try one. I feel like that could be up there, like a sleeper pick. Um, crunch bars, so underrated. Crunch bars are extre- like the most underrated chocolate in the game. Those are good. They make me sick just thinking about them. Those aren't or go- or- – No, nah, they're not good. I don't like crunch wow, bars. Wow, that's they're not good. Also, Hershey, uh, Hershey cookies and cream. Oh, that, John, is so fucking you tough. You can only eat like half oh of it. Oh, my God. Yeah, and then you just get diabetes. Like, it's terrible, but awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, what do we got up next, buddy? Uh, next up, we got something that you said. Uh, the most underrated happy hour drink for Sam Givens is <laughs> champagne. I got nothing right. to say. So hear me out on this one. So recently, uh, me and the GIF have been have been indulging in champagne, and I gotta say, I like it a lot. It's delicious. It also, I think people think champagne like, oh my god, like it's expensive. What's this guy made of money? They make a lot of cheap champagne out there that's not bad. And so I've been having it as like our happy hour drink on the weekends, you know, and it's been a fantastic like. Uh, a fantastic uh, tradition almost we've set in place. Like it's, it has this, you feel all of a sudden like you were on the beach of like the Amalfi coast, you know, sipping on some bubbles. I want to get a robe like that's gold plated, maybe made out of like, uh, maybe made out of like satin. You know what I mean? I just feel all of a sudden like I've got this like breath of confidence while I'm sipping on my champagne. And this goes back to, we're, we're not shaming people for, you know, their cocktails of choice or just their drinks, like my champagne. You know, it's my little treat. It's quite delicious. I think it gets a terrible name because people spoil it with orange juice. If it were up to me, just have a plain old bottle of champagne, sit there and enjoy my life. Take it all in. So I'm thinking it's a sleeper. It's a sleeper pick. No one ever goes with champagne. 
you know, Prosecco, any of those sparkling wine. Cava is another one. Uh, but Did you I say think Prosecco? it's a sleeper pick. Yeah, Prosecco's on there. We, it falls under that. You so like I think it's for- a sleeper. And I think people shame it, like you were doing to me right now. Yeah, I brother, mean, I'm I drinking the champagne because I'm fabulous. Sorry, I'm done. Yeah, I don't know what just happened. That was like another 30 second rant where I just blacked out. You know, like that scene <laughs> in old school when uh, Will Ferrell's doing the debate and he just comes yeah. off and he goes, "What happened?" I just blacked out. And he wins the debate. <laughs> That's just yeah. exactly what just happened. Like, I think uh, champagne is tasty. Just for me, when I want a happy hour drink, that's not the first thing that I think of. Do I think it's, you know, do I think champagne is bad? No, definitely not. I have a bottle of Prosecco at my house that I, that I may pop open. Um, but, you know, it's not my go-to. I think it's just something that I've never stumbled upon or crossed paths on. And, yeah, I still probably wouldn't go with that. You know, if I had to choose most underrated happy hour drink, you know, yeah, I'm gonna go with a frozen cocktail. You know, I think interesting. We talk, I it's I don't know. All places don't have this, but anytime there's a frozen cocktail, sign me the fuck up. You know, a pina colada. Oh Yo, man, mudslide. Oh, oh man, chocolate mudslide. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, or uh, or a painkiller. You ever have a painkiller? Oh, those are hard. Those go down tough. No, those are good. Um, so my tie, man, any, my ties are too good. uh, And you uh, gotta have a nice tiki mug. Yeah. That's, that, that's a part about the, uh, the aura of it. Also, uh, what's the other one? The strawberry, John. Daiquiri? Yeah. Strawberry daiquiri. Another fan, another favorite of mine. Haven't had one of those in a minute, so I can't really, I can't really attest to one of those, but I do fuck with the other ones. Yeah. But the, what I fuck with the most is the pre-evening champagne glass. Nothing makes you feel more fabulous. Bold statement from Sam. Um, so that concludes our hot takes. I have nothing else to say that I don't think Sam should. <laughs> um, so, you know, we'll, we'll finish off the podcast with some food for thought. Just a couple things that we've been thinking about food-wise. Um, and we just want to get, you know, some perspectives let you guys think about it yourself uh, so we'll get started pancakes french toast and waffles tell me what you're thinking sam when you hear those three things rank them, all right what you like what you don't like just in general yeah 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 so i think what i'm gonna go for my just straight up rankings of the three i'm hitting uh french toast first then okay. i'm going pancakes and then i'm finishing up with waffles now here's what i'm th- here's why i feel that way I right. like waffles maybe the best, but they're too inconsistent. I feel like waffles across the board are so different. One, because they come in different shapes and sizes. Um, and two, like people like a lot of people just do like butter and syrups. Some of them loaded up with all kinds of crazy shit. So like I feel like if I went to like a hundred different restaurants, I would have a hundred different waffles. Whereas French toast, I feel like people do a better job of making a consistent, good French toast. And it's a great, like, breakfast dessert if you're in the mood. So I got to put my French toast up there, number one. It's a lot to handle in the morning, but, man, it hits different. D-fucking-licious. Number two, you got to put your pancakes in there. 
they're just consistent across the board. You know, when you're opening up a breakfast menu, whether you're at like a bougie boutique brunch place or you're at like your, your shitty diner down the street, the first thing you're going to open up and think about is, man, should I get a stack of pancakes? And you know what I mean? That's part of the process. It's something you factor in every time you're making that decision when you sit down for a breakfast meal. Uh, so, like, I got to have them in there just because they're so reliable. They're typically delicious across the board, and it's really hard to fuck up a pancake. So that's where my uh, three three ranking – that's how I'd rank them, one to three. Um, I'd say in terms of making them, though, I really enjoy making a pancake. So that would be, like, if I was making it at home, that's probably would be my go-to, a pancake at number one. Okay. Um, the reason why I, you know, brought this up to Sam is over this weekend – I had French toast for the first time in three years. And, you know, I know this for a fact. It was in 2017. I was in the diner in Long Island. journal. <laughs> yeah. um, that was the last time I had French toast. And, man, let me tell you, it was slamming. Like, I, for the longest time, I always think that French toast is probably my least favorite just because it's, it's very sweet. You know, I think it's almost too rich and overindulging, if that makes sense. It's a sense. lot. You know what I mean? It is a lot, right? And if I had to eat one thing for the rest of my life out of those three, it wouldn't be French toast. But if I could only have one, you know, one time out of yeah. those three, you're giving me – I'm going French toast. I think consistently, I like waffles the best, like you said. Um, yeah. But I think with hotcakes, not the podcast, you know, don't get it twisted. Hotcakes, hot takes and hotcakes is the best podcast in the game. But pancakes, don't get it twisted. Pancakes itself, that's where I see a lot of inconsistency when I get pancakes. Really? Yeah, a lot. More than I do waffles. Interesting. Yeah. All right. I never made French toast. Fun fact. Have you made it? I've made it. It's good. I feel like it's hard to replicate, uh, like, diner quality uh, French toast. Like, I think you got to get, like, like, the right kind of bread and stuff. Right. You know what I mean? I think, I think it takes a couple of tries to really For nail. sure. I think it's one of those things too. Out of the out of the three of them, it's like you have to think. You know what right. I mean. The other two, it's just kind of like usually pre-made for you. You know what I mean? With yeah, the you're batter. dumping batter and you're yeah. flipping. Yeah, that's really it. With French toast, like you first, you got to choose the right bread. You know, you got to find powdered sugar. You got to get syrup. You got to do the right things. Wait, uh, have you ever tried French toast on with potato roll, like a potato bread? I feel like that could be good. No. I, I have not. Uh, I might try that this weekend. People do it with the uh, the Hawaiian rolls. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, those are so tough. Yeah. Yeah. I think what the, are, the brand is Kings, I believe. Kings Hawaiian? Yeah, I think yeah. that's it. Yeah. Um, or Chala, another oh. popular one. Yeah, that one you see a lot. And that's normally thick. You know, and that's what I like. I feel like when you're ordering French toast, you know what it's going to look like. You, you know, like that, like, it's just like, it's uniform almost you're like, okay, I'm getting like the challah bread or challah bread, however you say it. Right. You're like, I know it's going to be like a thick ass slice. I can kind of visualize what I'm going to get here. Um, but yeah, I got to agree with you on that one. Uh, and then I was about to say some, but I completely just blacked out. Um, I cut you off. We're doing types of bread. Oh, okay. This is what I'm saying. What are your thoughts on like savory waffles? Have you done that or tried? No. What really? Is, well, oh, well, I guess I've done chicken and waffles. Does that count? No. I, like, instead of, like, I've tried this recently. Um, I've done, like, cauliflower waffles. Was that any good? 
Yeah, it's good. It's like the same thing if you like, you know, like those shredded hash browns? Yeah. If you mix it with cheese and bacon and some butter and season. Right. And then you throw it into a waffle maker. So then what do you have on top of it? Like, is it just, do you just have the cauliflower waffle or do you have other shit? Like, I would probably, I would garnish it with some sour cream, maybe some chives. I mean, in the, in the cauliflower pancakes itself, it's um, shredded cheese, Parmesan, um, and scallions. Interesting. Yeah. That's pretty good, huh? I like it. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. Try so wait, you have a waffle maker? Is I that do. what I'm understanding? Okay. Yes. Uh, I gotcha. What, square or circle? Uh, circle. The one that cuts ah. into four. I, I do like squares better, if that's what you're saying. Thin or thick? I like mine thick. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, I'm, I'm more of like a Waffle House waffle guy. I prefer the circle and thin. That's I've my never had. I never had Waffle House. Oh, we got to go one time. Is there time, a Waffle House be... by, around here? Around my area in Philly? Uh, I've not seen one. There's yeah. one down here near me. You'll have to come visit. We'll get hammered. We'll go at like 3 a.m. Isn't Waffle House kind of just like highway food? Like you can only get it at a highway, right? Like if you're on like a parkway or a main, like a... I don't know what it says about where I live, but mine is not near a highway. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I don't know if they view my area like less than a highway stop. But I think typically... Yes, though I think in the South, it's like more involved in like towns. You right, know what right. I mean? Yeah. But I think up here, it's typically a highway stop kind of place. You know where has one of the best pancakes in the game? Where? I have. That you can't disagree with that. Maybe one of the best breakfast spots in the game. Hands down, best in Philly. Hundo P agree. Uh, so there you got it, folks. There's our rankings of French toast, waffles, and pancakes. As broken down by NC and SG. Hit us with our is I think it's our last. Our last? No, we got two time? more. We got two, oh, two more. more. Two more. Two more. We got um uh, best and worst type of French fry. So I guess I'll lead us oh I guess let's go over the different types. Right. And then we'll do a ranking. Is that cool? Yeah, just throw, you know, what you're thinking. Just some food for thought when you hear French fries. Where would you get them? You know, what type what type do you like? what type to disgust you. You know what I mean? It's just a bunch of what you're going through when you process the word French fries or the food French fries. So I've got a hot take and I I don't know if it's that hot. I think people, some people would probably agree. I personally really love waffle fries. Like anytime I get my hand on waffle fries, I go for them. I like Uh, that. Yeah. But they're not really easy to get out and about. So I'd say typically my favorite French fry to get would be, you ever had checkers fries? Oh, my God. Slamming. Dude, they're so fucking good. They're, they're like, crispy on the outside. And, and it's almost like a mozzarella stick, but it's stuffed with potato. Like, it's a wonderful thing. And, my mm. God, do you hate yourself afterwards. But in the moment, it like, if that's wrong, I don't want to be right. Brother, that is the French fry of choice. Um, I do like – what are your thoughts on curly fries? I don't really like them. Wow. It's a hot take. I know. I'm not a big curly fry guy. And when I see them, I avoid them. If there's another option, I'll get the other option. Why? Uh, I don't know. I think sometimes I feel like they're over-seasoned, and I don't see – they're not cooked consistently. So, I'm like, this is just inefficient. I'd rather over Over-seasoned. Wow, bold. I, brother, I know. Maybe it's because I've just – I had bad curly fries growing up. I don't know what it is, but I don't like them. I avoid them like the plague. Um, I will say if I'm making them, I like crinkle cut the best. 
Wow, that's bold. Crinkle cut is very inconsistent for me. But if you're making them at your place, like what's your what do you get if you're making them at home? Just the regular fries. Just like the regular, I don't know what you call them, the regular sticks, the posts. Yeah, yeah, not you know what you should never fucking make are steak fries cuz those Those are things the, are fucking ass. Don't ever fucking make steak fries or order it. If I ever see anyone that I know, you know, eating that, I'm going to slap slap you right in the face dude those things cook as well as a fucking hot pocket you know what i mean you take your first bite it burns your mouth off the next bite is ice fucking cold raw potato in the middle yeah it's just it's just it's just too large you know what i mean it's just like you just don't get enough a consistent cook like you said um arby's has the best curly fries I haven't had Arby's. I've never eaten at Arby's, period. I got. I still got to make an Arby's trip. Maybe I'll. we'll do it for uh, – we can go IG live, me at Arby's. Yeah, that would that would be good. Popeye's has really good French fries. Yeah, there's a tooth. Uh, uh, also, you know what you don't see often except the, like, fancy burger joints that are low-key really good? They're, like, shoestring guys. Like, they're really small. Those are fine. I like them. You almost got to eat them with the fork. Like, it's yeah. it's – uh, I think they're great. I love a little crispy action. You know, the bite size, it's great. Um, one thing that does bother me about French fries is, like, when you go to a restaurant and you have to pay extra for them, especially if you get a burger. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why the fuck don't the fries always come with the burger? Like, I don't care if the burger is $25 and the French fries um, are – Included, I'll get the burger, but for some reason, if the burger is ten dollars and the fries are are four dollars, like I won't get it. Like I just, I hate that I have to pay for fries. And also, like, how stupid is that? Like, I like burger and fries. That's one thing. It's not two separate things. Everyone knows this. Like, if I'm ordering a burger, it's coming with the side of fries. And like, uh, so to the restaurants that are upcharging for French fries, get out of here. I'm not a fan of yours. I'm not going back. But I agree with you. It's got it's it's a one-two punch. It's like peanut butter and jelly. They just go together. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on that comes with fries? Oh, I'm so, sorry, chip, chips. Does that bother you? What do you mean? Like you know? Oh, like oh, like when it comes with a chip? Uh, no, it doesn't bother me. I will say though, whenever I get chips instead of fries, and I'm not notified, I feel disappointed. Like I didn't get something. You know what I mean? So I. I definitely a French fry over a chip guy. Absolutely. You- but I will say, there's this joint near where I grew up, and uh, they give you uh, they give you chips with your sandwich, but they give you a dipping sauce for your chips, which I've never seen before. But let me tell you, it's like one of the greatest things I've ever had. It's like a fantastic side to a sandwich. What kind of? Well, I wonder what kind it is. It's like an aioli. Uh, it's like a little tangy. It's almost like they put say, barbecue sauce in it. I feel like it's almost like a, a thousand island. Yeah, it's kind of in that realm. It's not exactly, but it's similar to that. And it's like a great addition that you wouldn't think of. It feels, right. but like it's it's fantastic. I would recommend. But overall, I'm out on chips as a side. Would rather have French fries. Separate from that, what do you like to dip your fries in? Ketchup. You're just a ketchup guy. Yeah, I normally, ketchup. I've been making recently the fry sauce, just like the ketchup and mayonnaise. That's like the kind of my Island. favorite. Yeah, right. Basically, the Thousand Island, or I've been doing a uh, honey mustard, which is also really good. I don't think like I would not dip my fries in most things if that makes sense. But like usually, right. French fries is I'm going to just ask for ketchup. But like 
if there's extra barbecue sauce, I don't see a problem in that. Might throw them in there just because. Yeah, you know, and if you're on Chick Fil A, you might as well dip it in all the sauces. Chick- Give it a Chick Fil A. You're fucking crazy. You said it was overrated. Yeah, but I still fucking love it. It's delicious. Uh yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Also, want to inform the fans. I don't know if they have still have it. Um, Trader Joe's has truffle ketchup, and man, let me tell you, really is it too worth- much though? No, I okay. I, not for me, at least. You know what I mean? Like, I could put it on a burger, and it would be good? Yeah. I, there, I would only – I would use it for myself. I would use it as much as I use regular ketchup. But sometimes people don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Because they just oh, want, they just want you know regular what ketchup. Thinking. What are you thinking? If you're making – if you wanted to make – I guess it depends on how you like to prepare this dish because there's two different routes you could take. But if you wanted to spice up a meatloaf, and use the truffle ketchup instead of regular. Yeah, I've done that. That might be good. You've done it? Yeah, I've, I made meatloaf. It yeah, it's good. Definitely. With the truffle? Yeah, with the truffle, yeah. I need, I'm telling yeah. you, I, I like that ketchup re- more than I do regular. But not I'm going to have to give that a try. I would definitely recommend. Uh, what about hot sauce? Good recommendation. Uh, no. I don't, I've never done that. I used actually. I take that back. I used to do it in high school, but I didn't really know anything back then, so I, it was fine. But I wouldn't. I, w- I wouldn't say it's a go-to for me. Fine, yeah. All and right. I will say, I typically, if I have it available, got to put Old Bay on there. That's fine. I like Old Bay, but I'm not. It's not a consistent thing. Maybe it's like twice a year I do it, but right. I'm not doing it regularly. That's, hey, don't talk about my ex-girlfriend like that. Old uh, Bay. <laughs> Jesus. That's a great one. Uh, we're gonna, we'll move it to the next uh, food for thought. <laughs> um, best and worst type of pasta sauces. So this one I feel like we're going to get contentious with. But, but, uh, but here we go. You, you want to start us off or do you want me to start? There's just so much, you know. Um, There's a lot of options. I do love – Probably my favorite is a penne vodka. Vodka sauce? God, you Plant. fucking bastard. I mean, it's not like we're, we're drafting here. But what, that's you don't true. Like we're it? not drafting. No, I love I oh, love. God. I was going to say, that's crazy if you don't. Dude, I can almost drink it plain. Just yeah, like no, throw a no. straw on that dog. Wow. It's just so good. Yeah, but lots of t- lot, I've had a lot of penne vodkas that aren't good. Dude, because I feel like when they botch it, it's not that it's bad. It just doesn't taste like much. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's just probably not enough cream, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I've, and I, I would also challenge the listeners, go out and make it yourself. It's pretty easy to make. It comes out banging, just as good as it would in any restaurant. Right. Um, For me, you got. I think you got to put it on the list just because it's a classic. It's a bolognese sauce. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just delicious i you know it's just like it's an all-time classic you can put it on anything it's going to be wonderful um and just so full of flavor easy to make easy right. to find on the menu it's like the all-purpose sauce it's like it's just it's the go-to yeah actually that's great because uh, this weekend i'm having a couple of friends over and i'm hosting and i'm, I'm gonna make a bolognese sauce so you oh, know there you go and i would say it's great for like a like you're doing like a dinner party but, I, yeah. I feel like you could Put a lot of stuff, like put it on heat and forget it. You know what I mean? Let it cook down for a little bit and you're going to have a banging sauce after a couple hours. 
Well, how would you make yours? Yeah, because I've been, I've been, you know, in my mind, I know what I'm going to do, but I, I also, also like to learn. Yeah, so the last time uh, I made a bolognese sauce, I actually took some of the recipe from Anthony Bourdain. Okay, and the um, beef lasagna one? Yeah, and I also took some stuff from online I was looking around on. Right. Uh, and I took, uh, I'm trying to think of what meat it was that I took. I took shitty cuts of steak that were like cubed up, and I diced them really fine. I cooked those all down, um, some garlic and some red wine. And the right. red wine really made a big difference in mine because it had like, I don't know, had this like richness to it after it all right. cooked out, like the alcohol had cooked out. And I, you know, I mixed it all up with the tomatoes and the garlic and oregano and all, all the regular stuff. But I will say the wine helped and having like the cheap cuts of steak, I, I can't remember the exact cut I got, um, but it'll come you, to me, do I'm you, sure. Cause this is, I think this is, you know, I, with the name like Nino, you would think I'm Italian, uh, but I'm sure. not. But I think Maybe in another life. That's true, you know, um, is when people make bolognese sauce, depending what part of Italy they're from, some use milk, some don't, right? Yeah. Do you use milk? I didn't use milk this time. I've had it before with milk, and I liked it. Um, but for me, it just it doesn't make sense. So it doesn't work well with the, the recipe I use. But uh, I like it either way. Me personally, right. when I'm cooking, I don't go milk. I, I just I, I try to change it up with the wine, and I'll use a couple of different kinds of meat, typically right. a pork sausage ground up and uh right. do some beef too so i'll get okay. a nice 50 50 split yeah because i was thinking obviously in the classic bolognese sauce so everyone listening definitely take some notes because this is this is going to be uh you know sam and i are experts um write it down is you know carrots celery onions right sweat it out yep. a little garlic i'm going to use probably ground beef and some ground pork actually so a little you know the pork's a little bit fattier so i add that yeah. in um, some San Marzano tomatoes, basil, yep. and wanted to use this. I don't know if this is considered classic or not, but anchovies in it and smash I feel like it. That in. could work. Yeah, yeah. Do you put that in at the beginning or at the end? I probably I would throw it in in the beginning. You know, I would I wouldn't even I throw you. it whole. It's almost to a point where it kind of like disintegrates or all. You almost make it like a paste. Yeah, exactly. Just like a paste. Like you know what I mean. Um, and then have I don't you know, done this before? Or you no, tried it. I've not done this before. Um, you got to let us know how it comes out. Yeah. So hopefully the people who that are coming like it. Um, so we'll see. Uh, hopefully no one dies of food poisoning. And then my secret ingredient is going to be Calabrian chilies for a little spicy. Bowl. Oh, delicious! You know. So I think that's what I'm going to do. I don't know about the cream. We might have some lactose tolerant people coming in. I don't want any upset stomachs. You know what I mean? So we might lay yeah, off. I ain't never going back to that guy's house. You know, some red wine, finish it off, let it simmer. Bada bing. What kind of pasta are you putting it over? Unfortunately, I would love to put it over uh, Papa Dell, but I am on a diet, so I have to use this, like, uh, this brand called, like, Bonza, and it's like uh, chickpea pasta. Oh, Jesus. Lighter on the terrible. That, but that's I'm, terrible. It's terrible. I'm ashamed. That's, but maybe that's I, too maybe bad. Maybe I'll just I'll actually just use real pasta. What a guy. Well, that sounds good. You got to keep us up to date with how it comes out next. I'm interested to hear how the anchovy comes out. Yeah. What else are you thinking for pasta sauces, though? Oh, for my next one, mm, so many good ones. I think I'm going to go with a white wine sauce. You typically see yeah. it like a fruity de mare yep. kind of uh, pasta. It's light, refreshing, typically has, you know, 
uh, some lemon in it to freshen it up. A lot of times you also see like capers involved, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, I'd say it's my go-to. It's a nice for like a summer pasta dish. Right. Um, so I, that would be one of my picks. What about you? I do like uh, a nice carbonara pasta. Very simple. It's, it's, it is very simple. I think it needs to be done right. I've had it at like shittier restaurants before and I don't like it. I think right. like, you know, people kind of go cream crazy. Right. Um, but I would say overall, it's a great one when done right. That's, uh, that's my big stipulation on that one. I feel like the ones we've thrown out before are hard to fuck up, but that one I think is an easy one to, you know, botch. I, I don't even use cream in mine. Oh, okay. Right. Um, Very nice. So I like that. You know what I think is a little bit overrated, and I don't think you're going to like it because I know you make this often, is a pesto. I just, for me, just, I don't, I'm not a fan. I think people overdo it. Like when you get a pesto dish, it seems to be like swimming in oil and shit. Right. I, I don't like it. I do make it from time to time. You know, it's nice, like nice to have in your fridge if you want to incorporate it in the dish. Um, but I, my big thing is like I don't go overboard. I'm always like I can add more if I need it, but I can't take I can't take it out once it's done. Um, but I agree, it's not it's not on my like Mount Rushmore or anything like that. But uh, it's definitely I'm not I'm not going to disavow. I enjoy a good pesto when done correctly. Yeah, I do. I know you don't like this one as well. I think it's. I think it's kind of actually underrated. Is Alfredo sauce? Ah, I can't do it. I don't like it. It's way. It's like too creamy. I. I don't know. I just nothing about it is appealing to me. I don't like how it looks. It all is very off-putting. The whole setup and situation is not good for me. Yeah, I'll be honest. I for a while, I growing up, I loved it, and my mom was a, a nurse, and she worked the night shift. Um, so most of the time I was at my house, my mom was sleeping, getting ready for work. And yeah. I had to, you know, I had to fend for myself. So she would stock up on these like frozen fettuccine chicken and broccoli pasta dishes from like Healthy Choice, one of those brands. And I right. would, like, she would only get me that. So I ate that probably like two times a week for like three years. And for the longest time, I never ate Alfredo sauce because of it. But now... I've Jesus. come to terms and, you know, got over that haunting past. And now I enjoy it. You pushed through. I, I unfortunately have not gone over that past. I'm still out. It's, it just, it doesn't suit me. I don't know why. But uh, the last one, I feel like we got to give a little bit of love is just like a good, a well done ragu. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah. that's always, that's, that's a great staple. When I see on our dish at like a nicer restaurant, I typically go for it just because I think it's like full of flavor. Right. Um, you know, it's got all the good stuff in it. So I'm a big fan of the ragu. I mean, too. That's the one I was actually going to say uh, next as well. Oh, my but, bad. No, no, no. You know, it's all good. Uh, we want to give the most to our fans. Next one I do want to say, lastly, um, it's a very simple pasta but not many people do it correctly, is a cacio e pepe. You ever make that? Oh, yeah, dude. You know, very I mean, simple ingredients, but, man, you could fuck that shit up easily. So easily. I've, I've, done, it, I've done it both ways. The first time I made it, I totally botched it. It was terrible, right. um, but I improved upon it, and then, uh, now whenever I make it, it comes out banging. It actually is surprisingly good, like, hangover dish. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like. It's like cheesy. It's got, you know, it's got the carbs to fill up the stomach. It's, it's got everything you kind of need there to help get you over the hump. But I agree with you. Can be fucked up very easily. But when done right, it's a great 
simple dish. Basically just adult macaroni and cheese, but yeah. so fantastic, man. Just you, delicious. This might be crazy, but do you think it's crazy that sometimes I don't reheat the pasta and eat it cold? Is that crazy? Dude, I think some – it depends on the pasta. Because like a ketchup pasta, pepe, cold oh. is very good. Just like the oil, like kind of frozen oil and any Dude, sauce that banging. has butter. That it's kind oh, of like, yeah. <laughs> Not not good for you, but I just I don't know. I sometimes I don't want to heat reheat pasta. Forget about it. It's delicious. I think sometimes cold pasta might even be better, depending on how you know where. I don't want to say that, pasta. but yeah, I know what you're sometimes saying. it's banging. But uh, I also pulled a recipe right when quarantine all started and shit. Uh, someone put it out. Forget where. Pumpkin soup. But no, fuck pumpkin soup. <laughs> but someone put out a recipe for. Um, it was a cacciari pepe made from ramen noodles and they're like their what thing the was like fuck? if you don't dude i i said the same thing they don't use any of the ramen flavoring but their thing was like hey we know they're they're big whatever the mantra was like we know you can't get stuff from the grocery store right now try to make this recipe with what you have on hand right and they don't use the seasoning just the noodles and let me tell you those ramen noodles with the cacciari pepe fantastic dude you wouldn't think it was going to be good because it's like ah, oh, it's ramen and that's like more of an Asian thing, and this is an Italian dish. And like, no, this is—it's awesome. I could not give it a more of an endorsement. And I'm pretty sure consi- I had gotta, ramen. I might have to try it right now, dude. You should give it a try. I'll try to send the link out later today. But it's—it's it's surprisingly delicious. You would think it would be terrible, but it doesn't. For a homemade cacciari pepe with limited resources. It's a great little dish, and it, it, the portion is nice because it's for one person. You know what I mean? It's a good little grab-and-go kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I might have to make it. Maybe that's what I'll serve this Friday at go. the dinner party. What <laughs> do like, the fuck? Um, but that <laughs> wraps up our food for thought. I um, want to get into our shout-outs of the week. Um, my shout-out of the week goes to just a summertime must-have. Not even summertime, just a must-have all the time um soft serve vanilla ice cream just the best in the game um recently i've been going to this spot um for those you know in the philadelphia new jersey region on route 70 it's called um evergreen dairy bar it's like in the middle of this long road there's just a bunch of fields and this mom and pop ice cream place and man let me tell you just glad I've been able to support local business and also get a great cup of soft serve vanilla. I'm not with you on the vanilla there. I typically get the twist, but yes, yeah, shout out to soft serve. You know, it's almost the end of the, like it's the ending of an era. You know, we're going to have right. to wait until 2021 for soft serve again, but uh, you know, everyone go out and get a cup or a cone while you still can. We got, you know, maybe another month, I would say a little bit less actually until you can, you got to stop and cut back on the, uh, on the soft serve it looks like you look like a crazy person or you could eat it all year round if they if they do i would i would so you don't have I, to i would too maybe just get a machine in your house <laughs> oh that's probably worth the investment maybe if we get another <laughs> stimulus check uh, could you imagine it. just serving up some soft serve right out of your kitchen <laughs> that'd be amazing Dangerous. just start your own local business from your home open like the front window and just would like, be so tough just slanging it out the window. Soft serve ice cream. <laughs> That'd be so tough. Uh, my shout out of the week, first and foremost, is going to go to the Hot Takes and Hot Cakes 
uh, playlist is officially out. We got NC released it on uh, Apple Music. What's it called on yours, Nino? Short Stack Slaps. Short Stack Slaps. What a tongue twister. Yeah, man, you're telling me. But uh, uh, mine will also be called Short Stack Slaps, and uh, it's not public now, but it will be public by the time you guys are listening. Um, So go check it out. You know, save the playlist or whatever. Feel free to serve it up to your friends. We've got some good bangers in there. We added some of our own, and then we have a lot of the intro and outro songs. So, you know, give you something to do if you got that maybe that last summer road trip left or you're just looking to kill some time during work, throw that guy on. After uh, let us know podcast, what you think. You know what I mean? You might have a little bit more of a drive. You, you just throw on the playlist if you guys miss us. Yeah, there you go. Kill an hour or so. So check that out. And if there's anything you want to add to it, let us know. We'll throw stuff on there as, uh, as we go. You know, it'll be ever-evolving. Ever playlist some of the stuff we can't put on the playlist because it's uh it's like weird youtube music that we found but but we're gonna try our best uh and then my last shout out is to champagne again because it's fucking delicious um shaman is champagne but thanks for listening we had a blast i hope you guys like this week's episode please subscribe You know where to find us on social media. Anything you need from us, you let us know. It goes down in the DMs. We have an open-door policy. We're out of here. That's all, folks. Peace. That's all, folks. Everybody get up, it's time to slam now We got the real jam going down Welcome to the Space Jam Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam Alright